Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy. Cool. Hey, uh, I got a word for you and it's called, why don't we just turn to our Bibles first of all. Uh, in, in, uh, in Matthew 25, verse 14, all the way to 30. Okay, you guys are there? Give me a shout. Okay, I guess not everyone's there. <laughs> okay, let's try this again. Give me a shout if you guys are there. Yay. Okay, feels more like it. Cool, everyone's there? Right, uh, why don't we just read from here. Verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability, and immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the, lots of those, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Verse 20. So he who had received five talents came and brought another five talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. Verse 21, it says, His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servants. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Verse 22, it's he, also, he who also had delivered two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Verse 24, Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you had not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid, and when I hid your talent in the ground, look, there, you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers at my coming, and I will have received my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has more will be given, and he will, he will have abundance. But from him who, who does not have, even when he has, will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gushing of teeth. Cool. That's a long passage. But yes, we got through it. So hey, um, today my sermon title is entitled... My sermon title is... My sermon is called The Good Servant. Mm. And I just want to share with you just uh, some thoughts or just some truths that um, the Lord has um, spoke to me and I managed to catch even from reading through this uh, parable. The first thing is this, um, even as we are reading through the parable of the talent, the first thing that God impressed upon me is this, um, God has really given us more than enough. You know, if you read through the parable, and the parable talks about God the servant and the the Lord, the master entrusting his servants with things that he wants him to do, and sometimes when we go about things, um, sometimes we might feel that we don't have enough. No, we might feel that we are lacking. But the truth is this: God has given us more than enough. You know, um, really, our 
we have more power within us, we have more ability within us, we have so much more within us than we ever we even realize actually. You know, uh, God really here is saying that even if He has given His servant, um, His servant all these talents, God is saying that, hey, I want to work with you. You know, I, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a journey that I want to work with you. You know, God is so powerful, right? God can do everything on His own. He doesn't really need us, but God wants to work with us. And God has given us more than enough for us to work together with Him. We are not lacking in anything, but we really have uh, more than enough. You know, um, God has given the servant five, two, and one. Um, if, if you talk about the talent, talent is uh, weight, what they reference to as weight at that time. And uh, a weight of talent, a weight, a talent equals to 34 kilos of silver to four kilos of gold or whatever it is at that time. And um, Bible scholars say that one talent equals to 20 years worth of salary. So even the, that, that 20 years of salary. So put it in today's context, right? Let's say, what's the salary range that I use? <laughs> no, I won't embarrass you. Let's say very basic. Let's say an average person earns 20,000 per year. That's a decent figure, right? Decent. 20 years, 20,000 a year. So if 20 years of wages, it is. Sorry, maths people, help me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> My maths is really bad. So 400,000. So even to that servant, the servant who got one talent, God has given him 400,000 in today's context. Um, and that's just the person with one talent. So can you imagine if God comes up to you, I come up to you and they say, hey, Rora, here's 400,000. Have fun. No, okay, not have fun, but you know, here's 400,000. That's really more than enough. Um, that's even more than what a lot of people would earn maybe in a lifetime. You know, and um, God's saying to us, hey, I've given you more than enough. You know, we sometimes we need to look at our hands and what we have and say, God, what is it that I have? You know, sometimes we can think that, God, I don't have enough. I may not have enough money. Maybe I wish I had a job that paid me better. But hey, God's given us more than enough. You know, um, maybe um, look at ourselves and really like, hey, God's given more, us more than enough to work together with Him. And we need sometimes to take a step back and say, God, what it is that you have given me? And begin to examine what is in our hands and not just complain about what our lack, but begin to count our blessings towards God. Amen? Amen. That's the first point. Second point is this. We are not made equal, but it's okay. No, sometimes when I first read this parable, right, I used to think, God, why you give... Why so unfair, so to say? La? How come you give people different talents? But I think God is good. God is fair. He gives us talents according to our own abilities. You know, because sometimes if He gives someone too much, that person may not be able to handle it and that can crumble under that pressure. But really, um, we are not made equal, but it's okay because God is fair and God has given us enough. Uh, and it means that all of us are just created different and we are just created to a different uh, mold. That's all, you know. Uh, and, and the thing is this, uh, sometimes we can end up comparing um, with different ones. How come God, I don't have enough? How come God, I'm not like this? You know, when I was younger, I wish that I was more creative because I'm really, really bad creatively. So I used to go, I'm like, God, I wish I could be a more creative person. No, I used to fail my art really badly. I used to get 21, 20 out of 100. <laughs> 
really bad. I think the teacher one time took an X and crossed across my, my paper. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fine. Um, and I really hated art. I really hated music. It was really not my talent. And every time, I wish, I always wish I was more creative. Uh, I wish I could come up with great ideas. But I'm not. I'm just not that kind of person. And, um, but God began to show me like, hey, you're better at other things. You know, uh, you're not necessarily good at creative stuff, but you are quite good administratively. I'm like, yeah, I'm not bad at it. Quite good at it sometimes when the mood suits me. You're, you're, you're better at this. Um, and I began to count and like, hey, God, um, like, yeah, yeah, actually I am. And I not, I, instead of focusing on my lack of what I don't have, I focus actually on what I have. And the thing is this, sometimes we can get up get caught up in that game of comparison and we can complain even to God, God, how come I'm not A, I'm not B? No, I'm, I wish I was more extrovert. I wish I was more talented musically. I wish I was more this. And God's saying that, hey, the master knew what he was doing. You know, the master, if you read through the parable, he was very uh, in purposeful or purposed in what he was doing. It was no accident. So the gifts that God has given you, there are no accident. You know, um, there's not by, don't keep wishing for, I wish I had more of this, I had more of that. But God's always, um, God knows what he's doing and um, let's not waste what we have. Amen? Cool. That's the one point is this, we're not made equal but it's okay. Um, we are just all created differently. And if you read through the, talent, the parable of the talents, God didn't judge us. God doesn't ask us to account for what we have in our hands. Uh, in, God doesn't ask us to account for what, how much we have, but actually what we have what done with the things that He has given us. Amen? Cool. The last, next one is this. We just need to continue to work on our talent talent, inverted bracket. First thing is this, we need to ask ourselves, actually, like I said, take stock actually what is in our hands. You know, uh, what, has God has give, what has God given you? you know, maybe you have a job that's a bit more flexible. God has given you that time on your hands. Maybe God has given you a job that pays well. God has given you the, 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 the gift of finances, that finances. Or maybe you are musically talented. God has given you that, that talent and all of us have that, but the thing is this, uh, what are we doing that is what are we doing with the talent that God has given me? You know, if you read through in verse 16 and verse 25, um, different um, the, the, the Bible says that don't have to turn to it, don't worry. It says that the, the, the servant went immediately and traded with that talent. Uh, in the NLT it says that uh, the servant began to invest the money. And in uh, other translation says that the other servant immediately began to work. So in, if you read through that, um, that parable, they got, back, they got back five to, well, they got back five and double more of what their, their Lord has given them. means that actually they began to work on that talent. No, there was a work in progress. There was a grind that they had to do about it. The, the, let's say the person with five talents, right, they get, they got, I can't do maths. Let's say that God gave them one million. <laughs> God gave them one million. They actually got back five million back for God, no? Can you imagine? Five million is really hard to get back five million money, five million pounds back to account back to your master. That means there was a certain work that had to be done. You know, there was a certain diligence, a lack of that. There's a certain diligence that had to be done about it. The question is this, are we 
diligently, are we diligently working on what God has given us? You know, are we working hard to develop it? Uh, or are we just letting it be stagnant or just take it as that? You know, um, and the thing is this, when we always say someone has a gift, like example, maybe we say, Sam, Sam is really musically talented. And we think that Sam, is, it comes to him naturally. But I think many of us don't see the process that Sam has to get through to come to where he is today. Um, you can ask Sam today uh, how many lessons that he had to go through, how many guitar lessons that he had to go through, um, whether his hands will be bleed painful. I'm sure it hurts, right? The, the amount of pain that he had to go through to get to where he is today. And many of us, sometimes we don't see that. We just see, oh, Sam, he's good. That's it. But we forget there's a grind. There's a grind that we have to go through that process. You know, sometimes we just ask God, God, give me this. But we forget we actually need to work for it at the same time. No, and I think I, I've learned this, you know, because when I first, before I started working, I worked as a lawyer, right? I, I used to, when I first started working, I was like, I, when I see different partners, I'm like, wow, they're so smart. I, I used to think they're really naturally smart and like naturally very brilliant. But actually, when I work with them more, I'm like, man, they work so hard. You know, when I first started, my boss was very brilliant, but he was a very, very hard taskmaster. Uh, I remember he used to give me documents, compare word for word. I'm like, oh my God. I thought he was joking, seriously. So I'm like, this is such a boring work. I thought it was so easy. So I'm like, and I got a lot of mistakes, you know, actually in the end when he came back. It's like, why is the comma not there? He literally wants it to be a replica. And I was like, gosh, you're such a... I thought you are being a bit difficult. I, I, I seriously thought he was being very difficult. But today I realised that even as I progress on with my work, those were the things that I had to learn and grind through. Um, it was, I don't understand why at that time, but today I understand. Uh, and or all in the Lord's text makes a big difference. <laughs> you think it's the same, but it's not. And it's those things that that it was the grind that I had to go through to get to where I am today. And now when I read through like 100 word pages document, I understand I, I have that stamina to do it because of what my boss forced me to do at that time. So the question is this, what are we doing with the talents in our hands? No, what are we investing time with? Are we, are we investing into developing it? You know, are, are we just letting it be stagnant and just think like, yeah, I have it naturally, I'm talented. But are we actually investing into developing it, into making it more cutting edge, so to say? Amen? So that's the thing. We need to continue to work on it. And the last, next thing is this. Even as we are working on it, work on it with excellence. You know, I realise this sometimes, even me sometimes, we get, we always separate the spiritual and maybe our physical work. You know, sometimes we think, it could be vice versa, for example. We think at, at my studies or at my workplace, I give God the best. No, I give the best because it's my reputation at stake. I'm earning money from this. It's my future at stake and we give our best in our career. But actually, but then when it comes to things of God, sometimes we think, God, I'll chill. Uh. I'll just be chill about it because I feel like, God, you will understand, right? We always use phrase, you understand, God, what I'm going through? Or we understand, we say things like, uh, God, you, um, it's okay. Uh, you understand. We, are, we always just take that grace of God for granted. And that's always that, that imbalance, so to say, not that, the inconsistency, so to say, between our work 
and church, or it could be vice versa. We can be such a great hero at church, but at work, we're like, oh, whatever. Uh, I just do the minimum. If my boss don't ask me to do this, that's it. Uh, if I want to chill, I can chill. But God's saying that, hey, let's be excellent at both areas of our lives. Don't, even in our work, talent is not just in church alone, but in every area of our lives. Let's not just be excellent in one area, but in excellent in both areas. You know, um, if I read, I remember uh, I was reading through, um, if you, you don't have to turn to it, but you know when, talking about David, uh, you know how he's really good at playing the harp, right? Um, when Saul was looking for a harpist, um, Saul wasn't looking for someone who, if you read through First Samuel 16, Saul, Saul, Saul's criteria was, let's find a good harpist. He wasn't finding someone, someone who loves God and can annoy me. No, no, no. Actually, it wasn't that. The criteria was, let's just find a good harpist. That's it. You know, we always think that God, Saul was looking for someone who can minister to him. But no, the, the, his rulers were just saying, let's find a good harpist. And then one of the servants came out and said, hey, I know of David. I know of son of Jesse and he's really good. And, and it shows that he was so excellent that his name actually went across already. So can we be so excellent in our, what we do that people are like, wow, that reflects the glory of God. Let's not be Christian at workplace and say, yeah, this person is very lazy. No, that's not reflecting the glory of God. Or even at church, we can feel like, let's just do the minimum because God will understand, right? I'm just giving my best. I'm just doing the minimum. Uh, God will understand. Uh, it's my best that matters to God. And sometimes we forget that we just use excuses like that, but actually the question is, are we really giving our best? You know, in everything, let's continue to give best, the best for God because we always say this, if God is good and He's given us something good, then let everything that we give unto Him be good as well. Amen? You know, really, God is so excellent. No, God is not a half-hearted God. If you see true, uh, the, you, you see the, if you just see planet Earth alone and you see nature alone, you realize that, Wow, God, you're so excellent in what you do. Uh, different ones, you have traveled around Europe. Uh, you've seen the different parts of the world and you've seen like, wow, so beautiful. Yeah. Actually, you know, you don't have to go to Europe. If you look at the sunset alone, it's so beautiful, right? And that's God's creation. And God is so excellent in what He do. So even what we do, let us be excellent at the same time. Let's not just do half-heartedly, but everything that we do, let it, well, does it reflect the glory of God? Amen? Man, next point is this. The last point is this. God will hold us accountable for the opportunities that He has given to us. The thing is this about talents is we know this, uh, we know this, but actually everything we have is on not for us per se. God, God will ask us to give an account one day. Yeah. You know, if you read through the parables, the servant, the, 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 serv the master came back and asked, what have you done with my money? You know, and, um, he, and each servant accounted to him what he has done. So God is, God is going to come back and ask, not going to come back, God is ask, will, will ask us to account to him what we have done. You know, um, and the thing is, this, sometimes we think like, okay, on judgment day, I'll stand before God and give an account of my life. But actually, it's an ongoing review. Because if you read through verse 20, it says that uh, to those who have given more, they more do to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they have abundance and those who are unfaithful, those will be taken away from them. And it shows that God is not just at, judge, at the end and the last days that He will judge us, but actually it's an ongoing thing. You know, why do you see some people like 
how come they feel like they're multiple talented each time? No, I feel like sometimes I look at people like, wow, you're so talented. But, and you feel like, how come you're being more talented each time that I know you? It's because they have been consistently faithful with the little that God is, a able, God is able to add on to them. No, the question is this, let's not be like that one servant who takes God, has one, even that one talent taken away, but let's be like that person with the five talent and the two talents and let's let God continue to add on to our lives. You know, the thing is this, what you'd be like, oh God, why have to do so much? But actually, at the end of the day, we do this really for the glory of God. We do it because that is, we sharpen our skills, we make ourselves uh, moldable. It's because God deserves more and because there's so much more people that needs to hear about Him. Uh, that's really for the glory of God. Amen. And last thing is this, before I end this message, is this, Let's continue to be faithful in this journey. You know, uh, sometimes we can, if you read through the parable, the parable says, after a long time, only the master came back. I'm not sure how long to earn from 1 million to 5 million. That's quite a long time, I would assume. Um, but after a long time, only the master came back. And, he, he's, and his, his, his uh, statements to his first two sermons is, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, it's good. But the thing is, let's continue to be faithful. Let's not dwindle along the way. Let's not fade out throughout the way, but let's continue to be steadfast in what we are doing. Yeah, and in what we are doing. Amen? Amen. 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 Cool. I wonder if I just invite the worship team up and then we'll pray. Father, Lord, we thank you again, Lord, for today. God, we thank you, Lord, for your word in this place, oh, Father God. God, we know that, God, that you are alive, oh, God. And God, we just come before you and say thank you again, oh, Father God, for all that you have given us, oh, God. God, indeed, help us. Uh, God, we're sorry for the times when we complain that we have little or we complain that we're not in, we don't have enough or we complain we don't have anything in our hands. But God, really help us to check our hearts, Oh, Father God, and take stock of what you have given us, oh, Father God. God, help us not to even compare to the different ones, oh, Father God, around us. But God, help us to focus our eyes and our attention onto you, oh, Father God, the author and the finisher of our faith, oh, Father God. So, God, I just pray that even through uh, coming in this coming weeks and year, uh, months ahead, God, help us to just really... Um, Look, at, look into our hands and see what we have and God, continue to just sharpen ourselves for your glory, oh Father God. God, not for anyone else, but for your glory, oh God. So God, I just pray, I just thank you again. I commit this time and ourselves again into your hands. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.